welcome back from Talk To Me. In today's episode, we will be listening to a short story, Per, Paul and Espen Askeladd, which is a Norwegian fairy tale. Part 1. There was once a man who had three sons, Per and Paul and Espen Askeladd. But he was as poor as a church mouse, and his sons were all he had. So he told the three of them time and again that they would have to go out into the world to own their own bread, for if they stayed at home, they only had a life of hunger before them. Far away from the poor man's cottage, the king had his farm, and right outside the king's windows, an oak tree had sprung up, and this oak tree was so mighty and tall that it shut out the light from the king's dwelling. The king had promised a great deal of money to whoever could cut down the oak tree. But no one could do it, because as soon as one piece was chopped off the trunk, two more grew there on the spot. And the king also wanted a well dug to supply water all year round. Each of his neighbours owned a well. But he had none, and he felt it was a disgrace. To anyone who could dig a well to provide water all the year, The king had promised money and other riches, but no one could do it, because the royal farm was high up on a hill, and whenever they started digging, they struck hard rock a few inches down. Now the king had made up his mind that he wanted these tasks done, and he let it be proclaimed from the church doors all over the land that whoever could fell the great oak tree beside his dwelling and make him a well providing water all year round should be given his daughter in marriage and half his kingdom. Now I can assure you that there were many who were anxious to try their luck, but for all their hacking and chopping and all their burrowing and digging, they got no further. Every stroke made the oak tree thicker and thicker and the rocky hillside showed no sign of getting any softer. The time came when the three brothers wished to set out and try their fortune. Their father was well pleased, for he thought that even if they did not win the princess and half the kingdom, they might find service in a household of a worthy man, and that was as much as he hoped for them. When the brothers made up their minds to go to the king's farm, their father gave his consent at once, and Per and Paul and Espen Askeladd set off together. After a while they came to a slope covered with spruce, and above it was a tall, steep hill. Far up they could hear a sound of chopping. I wonder what it is we can hear chopping on the hill up there, said Espen Askeladd. You're a marvel at wondering, said Purr and Paul. Surprising, isn't it, to hear a woodcutter at work on the hill? I think I'd like to see what it is, said Espen Askeladd, and off he went. If you're such a booby, it won't do you any harm to learn to walk as well. His brothers shouted after him, but Espen did not bother about them. He climbed up the hillside and followed the sound of the chopping, and at last he found it came from an axe that was busily cutting the trunk of a pine tree. Good day, said Espen Askeladd. I see you're busy chopping. Yes, I've been here chopping a long, long time waiting for you, answered the axe. Well, here I am, said Espen. And he took the axe and knocked off the handle and packed both axe and handle in his knapsack. 
when he joined his brothers below, they teased and laughed at him. What was the surprise up on the hill, they said. Oh, it was only an axe we heard, said Espen. Having walked on further, they came to a rocky cliff where they could hear a sound of hammering and digging. I wonder what it is we can hear hammering and digging on the cliff up there, said Espen Askelad. If you're such a marvel at wondering, said Per and Paul, haven't you ever noticed woodpeckers hammering at the trees before? Yes, but I'd like to go and see what it is, said Espen. And the more they laughed and made fun of him, the less he cared. He climbed up to the cliff, and when he got there, he saw a pick hammering and digging. Good day, said Espen Askelad. I see you're hammering and digging all alone. Yes, said the pick, I've been here hammering and digging a long, long time waiting for you. Well, here I am, said Espen once more, and he took the pick and knocked off the handle and put it in his knapsack. Then he walked down to join his brothers. You must have seen something wonderful on the cliff up there, said Per and Paul. Nothing special, it was only a pick we heard, answered Espen. They went for a walk, and while they did, they came to a brook. By now, they were all very thirsty after their journey, so they lay down beside the brook to drink. Now, I wonder where this water comes from, said Espen Askelad. Now I wonder whether you're quite right in your head, said Per and Paul. If you're not mad already, you'll be mad soon enough with all your wondering about this and that. Where does the brook come from? Haven't you ever seen water flowing from a spring in the ground? Yes, but I'd still like to see where it comes from, said Espen. So he started running up the stream. And though his brothers shouted and laughed at him, he took no notice and went on running. Much further up, the brook became smaller and smaller, and he kept on following it until at last he saw a big walnut, out of which the water bubbled and flowed. Good day, said Espen once more. I see you're bubbling and singing all alone. Oh yes, said the walnut. I've been here bubbling and singing for a long, long time waiting for you. Well, here I am, said Espen. He took a piece of moss and stuffed it in the hole so that the water could not run out, and he put the walnut in his knapsack and went down again to join his brothers. And now you've seen where the water comes from. It must have been a strange sight, said Per and Paul. It was just running out of a hole, said Espen, and the other two laughed and made fun of him once more. But Espen did not let them worry him. Still, I enjoyed seeing it, he said. They walked on and they came to the king's farm. But since everyone in the kingdom had heard that they could win the princess and half the kingdom if they cut down the great oak and dug a well for the king, so many people had come to try their luck that the oak was twice as huge as it had been to begin with. For you will remember that two new pieces grew for every one that was chopped off. And so the king had now decreed that all those who tried and could not fell the oak, should be banished to an island and have their ears cropped. But the two elder brothers were not afraid of what lay in store, for they were quite sure they could cut down the oak tree. The oldest brother, Per, was the first to try his luck, but he fared the same as all the others who had chopped the oak. For every piece he cut off, two new ones grew instead, and the king's men seized him and cropped his ears and set him out to the island. Then 
Paul wanted his turn, and his lot was the same. After he had hacked two or three times, everyone saw the oak growing thicker. The king's men took him and put him on the island and cropped his ears even closer, because they thought he ought to have learned his lesson. Then Espen Askeladd wanted to try. If you're so eager to look like a marked chief, we can crop your ears at once and spare you further trouble, said the king, who was angry at the thought of the elder brothers. I'd rather like to try first, said Espen, and they had to let him. He brought out his axe from his knapsack and fixed on the handle again. Hew and cut, said Espen to the axe, and it chopped and chopped so the splinters flew and it was not long before the oak was on the ground. After this, Espen took his pick and fastened on the handle. Dig and delve, said Espen, and the pick hammered and dug and threw up earth and stones, and there was no stopping the sinking of the well this time. When it was deep and broad enough, Espen Askeladd took out his walnut, set it in a corner at the bottom, and pulled out the moss. Bubble and flow, said Espen, and the water came spouting forth from the hole, and the nut in no time was full to the brim. So Espen fell the oak that shut out the light from the king's window and made a well for the king's farm. So he won the princess and half the kingdom, just as the king had promised. But it was just as well for Purr and for Paul that they lost their ears, otherwise they would have heard everyone saying over and over that Espen Askeladd had not wondered in vain. listening to this short Norwegian fairy tale story called Per, Paul and Espen Askeladd. From all of us at Talk To Me, thanks for listening and have a great day.